Hey, welcome to Weird Shit. The Weird Shit. Um, he's your host, Logan. I'm your host, Lo- Jesse. Um, mm, fuck. We fucked it. Good start. We, yeah. Did uh, we win? Yeah, he's Logan, I'm Jesse. This weird shit. Yeah. Sure about stuff. Stuff. Stuff and things. Yeah. At least two things. Dos. Dos. Rua. Dos. Fingos. <laughs> um, yeah, dos. The, the second of four numbers Pitbull can count to. One, dos, tres, cuatro. Yeah, just starts like making noises so people don't know he can't. He doesn't know what comes next. Cinco. We're already fresh out of content. We're what? We're what? Um, I watched Saw 8. Oh, Jigsaw? Jigsaw, I believe. Jigsaw. It's the Rambo to the Saw franchise. The Rocky to the Saw franchise. Mm. They just name it after the person who's been doing the things all this time. Yep. Yep. So, this is um, the John Kramer directorial <laughs> debut. Oh, yeah. Um, so, this is the fate of the Furious of the, of the Saw franchise. Well, see, the, the, the issue there is every movie we've quoted so far is arguably has its merits oh yeah those are all good or films. in like John Rambo and um, Rocky Balboa's case are literally the best films of the series yep suck it people who disagree with me and say things about classics yeah um, all of all of what's his name Give Stallone's me. best movies are about himself being washed up and being old and sad and, yeah. and kind of senile yeah mm. like the Expendables movies where it's just about an old man without friends and looking for friends like the best creative decision he made with that um, Rambo movie was um, the plan was originally to do it in like Iraq or Afghanistan yeah. where he's hiding or doing this thing and it's like nah uh, let's do it in Myanmar because no one knows about the atrocities that go on in that place I want to yeah. do it there it's like it was real old school ju- atrocities yeah. 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 Um, it's like oh god modern day Vietnam style kind of yeah, bullshit yeah. still happens in the jungle in yeah. Southeast Asia that's it, depressing it came across as a yeah it was everyone thinks you know because communism is a thing an established thing in Asia that you know nothing bad happens in Asia like that anymore yeah or they just don't think of it as bad as you know terrorism big surprises it's wrong um wrong. but so it is eight, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Seven plus um, one. Donnie Wahlberg equals eight, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, the least. So, say what you want about Saw. I like the ridiculous ways people die. Mm-hmm. I can take or leave the, um, the half-assed attempts at CSI, like crime scene investigations of we have to find the jigsaw killer. Yeah. Um, but this is by far the least entertaining of all of them Just and the, the most sloppy feeling yeah least creative so it's technically oh, I'll ruin it right off the bat yeah, I'm never gonna see yeah. it um we'll not pay to see it anyway. 90% of the movie is playing out like 10 years ago and making or maybe 2 years I can't remember what the timeline of the Saw movies is pre- and pretending it's modern mod, it's right. current yeah 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 and so all the you're actually watching basically the deleted scenes from previous Saw movie events that you never got to yeah. see in between the films that already exist still does that like mm. thing where it shows you the um, the like 
this is what was happening in the background when you thought other stuff was happening montage mm. which i always kind of liked but this time it's stupid because it's just you know those more of the same you know those characters that you're watching die well actually there were other characters dying that weren't characters and it's just a copycat killing to try and yeah convince people that um yeah. some really old evidence that's, is actually happening right that's now. usually fine in other things because it doesn't retroactively try to push those things into it to justify some sort of plot line it just, it was either it was there the whole time usually that was the yeah. point yeah and the, um basically it's about some random morgue guy who they have really over-the-top ways of describing things with very specific terminology that is completely unnecessary, and they think it leans... Is it the beard-faced guy from CSI? The original one? No, nah, no, nah, it's, it's the main character. He's like some generically handsome white man dude. Mm. Um, and the, the bad guy, cop, good guy, guy, is... <laughs> they, they treat him like the protagonist while constantly explaining the fact that he's also the bad guy mm -hmm. and it, it it flips in the end where you find that the morgue guy that spent the whole movie trying to work out who is the killer was actually the killer. and the actual happy death day guys yeah and um, and the all the, and but he wins at the end and kills the cop who's been a character i'm pretty sure is in all the movies oh okay with a laser that basically cuts his head like a um like if you like a spaghetti but like if you cut an orange up yeah into like eight bits and you left the bottom connected and it fell apart like a banana yeah, skin yeah, so yeah, like his head, his head like opens up like a flower huh. and it looks shitty the setup to that's in the trailer yeah box of like box of lasers or something like it's just his head got like a rig around his neck yeah. with multiple medical lasers yeah 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 and um the actual devices in this movie are really half-assed but it seems like they try and justify them being quaint because he's learning how to like because it's based on john kramer's first killing yeah they should have retroactively said hey this actually all exists in the final destination universe dun, 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 when jigsaw dun, dun, died he became dun, dun, death himself and has been playing all those other people's deaths wow wow i am the john kramer the old guy in Breaking Bad Jackie O'Haley you mean that Jackie pedophile from that movie <laughs> he chopped his own dick off so he didn't like the kid no more uh, Kate Winslet find him in the playground oh Kate that was a good movie yeah it had uh, Patrick Wilson that's why I say Scott Speedman Scott Speedman Scott Speedman Scott Speedman um and yeah cause all the all the killings take place in this like weirdly fortified barn all the killings yeah and the rooms that they are in are ridiculously huge and if you weren't just dumb and um getting yourself in shit for the sake of plot devising you would be able to like walk around the outside of shit and undo the machine that's about to kill you ah uh, ah uh, okay. like the only thing that kills all those characters is their own lack of action because mm, mm. they're freaking out about something coming at them very slowly 
with the whole thing like um has them with uh things around their necks that like slowly drag them through the different steps of it right but isn't the entire point of the whole jigsaw thing you know make a decision yeah well they're all if you don't make a decision you're dead if you do make a decision somebody else or part of you dies well, he Something. keeps telling them that they have to confess the things that they've done wrong. Yeah, yeah. But there's no clear example or proof that should they do that, he would do anything. Yeah, right. And is it proven that they all have something that's actually worth confessing? So they, all these people directly did something that screwed him. Him or, in a couple of characters' cases, just random uninvolved people. Right. In such a way that would so justify like him is, doing that to them. One that is they like would even a, remember that how actively they screwed him? Like, well, how would like, they be able to confess their sins if they don't know who he is? One was his neighbor. Right. And she had a baby with her husband. And the, the official story and what the husband believes is that he fell asleep on his bed with the baby and rolled on top of the baby and killed it. Uh, when what actually happened was she. Um, she drowned the baby in the bath right. or something like that because she was too fed up with its crying and um, he was their neighbor. And so he heard the crying and then heard it stop and was concerned and called the police. So not, nothing creative the fact that he's a mortician and potentially was able to autopsy those events and realize, oh, wait, this person's guilty. Because then he could just get oh, them arrested. You know, that's that unrelated make sense. Yeah. at that point because this is happening. Yeah, of course. But, you know, John, um, but be, the, just the, be able to say, hey, look, I work for the police. I'm pretty sure I heard something next door. You should go do something about that and investigate that. But dead baby, autopsy it because that that ain't right. And then they would, and then she go to prison, problem solved. Yeah, but it, it literally just shows the cops take away the yeah. husband. So like, all right, I guess. But why? We if he accidentally rolled out. It's not. It's not. A cr- it's that's not a crime, is it? <laughs> it's not a arrestable offence. He might be charged with something a little bit once the autopsy results came back, but. I don't know. Like these, say, you killed my baby actively. You suffocated him. On like purpose. when you leave a baby in a car because you're tired because all your daily life is. Yeah, you could be charged with manslaughter, but you wouldn't necessarily be taken to prison into handcuffs because that happened. They'd take the body away, figure out what the fuck happened to the child first, yeah. come back and say, "I'm sorry, but it appears it died because yeah. you did something neglectful." Yeah, exactly. And then um, one of the guys is just the person who. Um, stuck the wrong sticker on the wrong um brain right. x-ray mm-hmm. so that nobody saw john kramer's tumor till it was too late oh. who who actually turns out to be the mortician character and it turns out that john kramer like um hurt but didn't kill him with a trap and then decided that maybe it was best to forgive this guy and he like trained him as a protege and that's what you find out at the end and that was why the copycat killings and the blah 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 and the revenge story but um then there's just this tweaker oh and a and a guy who a tweaker a guy who as a teenager is like this was only the first of his bad things he did wrong right. it shows him as a teenager in a car with his mates they're all probably drunk and joyriding he stands up in the back mm-hmm his mates are kind of annoyed and tell him to get down but also they're all being stupid so it's kind of like whatever mm. and then he falls out of the car and they um freak out seeing him fall overcorrect, crash and explode the car <laughs> it kills like them and somebody in another car and apparently that's something he should feel guilty for so he's being a dick 
but they were all being dicks. Yeah. It was a bunch of... Weren't they speeding to have yeah, caused that issue? Yeah, a bunch of teenagers place. joyriding in a stupid roofless car and somehow... Whatever. I don't know. Mm. Um, then there's just a tweaker girl it who... sounds like you're making... Yeah, like punishing people for um, ignorance I or think mental it's illness. designed to be more like crappy and subtle and less fear crimes because he's only starting out with his whole vengeance and earn life through pain logic right but it just makes it seem hokier than sore it is yeah and yeah a tweaker girl who um robs a woman's purse and the woman tries to chase her and then falls over and dies because there was an asthma inhaler in the purse and the girl decides to take the money instead of walking the inhaler three meters over to the woman yeah like the woman who killed her baby because it was it wouldn't stop crying that's not um pure unadulterated homicide no. that's mental illness yes that's yep yeah okay that is not a punishable crime that is a sad and unfortunate reality that comes from a lack of support yeah well it's punishable but it's not it's a crime but it's not um you know yeah, something I, I that somebody should be tortured over no but we should feel guilty about because they weren't in control of their actions. Yeah, to, to some punish degree. someone for it is to fundamentally misunderstand what mm. went on. But um, there's a part where they're all hanging from chains that they have to um, the 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 um, tweaker girl's been stabbed with a been uh, plugged with a poison. Yep, and they have to work out which of the three syringes is acid which one is saline and which one is the cure it's uh, like um you spray a little bit of each of them on the ground and one of them will burn shit yeah. and then the other two you inject into her because it doesn't matter because saline's not going to hurt her no they use it they clean ivs yes <laughs> but um the logic is she instantly sees the answer of the one that she, they should be picking straight away mutters something to herself and then gets defensive they all start hanging so the guy just grabs all three syringes and stabs them all into her neck at once then her head and neck like melt and cave in from acid and she kind of just craps out the only good thing about this movie is um, great corpse and violent effect Mm. like there's a um, practical yes like like even even from the autopsies like they are they have like you know you know how you know in real life crime is a lot more violent and yeah. corpses look a lot worse in person mm. than they do in um in your nice crime show that's kind of just softballing it in there mm, mm. this movie you like see corpses and you're like i'm pretty sure that's what the real thing looks like yeah yeah like a person that's just been um pulled into a thing that lops the their head off just above the jaw mm. so i've just got like a bottom jaw a awkward craggly thing and then like a skull inside yeah cool and that that corpse is just lying there while they're yeah throwing unnecessary death jargon over top of it mm. and it's like well the movie sucks but that's an impressive corpse yeah and like a um imagine like a giant sort of industrial I'm imagining it. Um, I'm there. Like a hopper? Oh, thank God. <laughs> no, I was not making a jerking off motion with a comically large penis. Um, What's comically large? Like four to five inches? <laughs> that's normal, right? 
Uh, I do that and then I'll I'll regret it. Please, I'm already light headed. Um, it's like a like a hopper that you pour shit into from above and it fills it down into a narrower opening, mm. like a just a giant funnel basically. Yeah. Um, but it's got for no apparent reason hot spinning spiral of blades that obviously you get closer to as you go further down and the dude's just supposed to be lowered against his will by this thing and he has to try and grab a uh, motorcycle brake to stop the motorcycle that is about to kill him because he um sold john kramer's nephew a motorbike that he knew had faulty brakes and so he um yeah this thing is unnecessarily powered by the leftovers of that very same motorbike oh my god and he doesn't achieve anything it doesn't really make it clear whether he could have mm. because ultimately the plot didn't really need him to because he was one of the ones that was just going to die so he just gets like really heated up and then diced up by this thing and then just drops out the bottom <laughs> it is like a um like like a, like a person cut into ribbons he just like lands in a fleshy pile uh, and there's a scene later on where his body which actually turns out to be a copycatted body which i noticed straight away because people flay those ribbons he ceased to be a black guy all of a sudden uh. when he was a corpse but um now a dude literally opens a wardrobe and then like a cut to ribbon's body kind of spiral flays drops down from above and goes like spaghetti man spooky ghost and there's like a really hot um uh, corpse yes uh like a really hot redhead um mortician's assistant that's also a massive saw man fan girl that owns a um does it turn out she owns like a warehouse space that's full of saw machine recreations and surely that gets you put on a watch list yeah well it does because the cops assume that she's the copycat killer they're looking for she has all that stuff in there and And it's just a like a it can't possibly be her she's too hot it's it's literally just a lame red herring because the guy that is like surprised and horrified and says will they put you on a watch list for this that comes to her house is the actual copycat nice um and a cop so, literally sneaks no, 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 up no, to the outside yeah, yeah. sticks a camera in the window a actual digital camera and sticks it in the window snaps a shot with absolutely no context where they were clearly talking about something that has nothing to do with it and wouldn't incriminate them at all yeah. other than being surrounded by saw shit <sighs> while a saw guy is on the loose takes one photo doesn't listen to them then leaves to go show his partner hey look at the incriminating thing i just saw well, um, if he's a cop, he'd have reasonable cause to um, just break into that place, take actual photos, and arrest whoever's in there. Because he looked in the window, goes, "Holy shit! Torture devices." I have reasonable cause to assume that there's something bad going on in there. I have the right to enter without a warrant. Yeah, uh, but more or importantly, call for backup, maybe. Yeah. Um, so the red-haired girl was a literal red herring. Just want to. Yes. Okay. She's also the sole survivor that runs away at the end, and the end of the movie is just her running away from the site, getting in a car and leaving. And I guarantee the next movie will open with that scene playing again, but then it'll go... And something else is happening in the background, where it turns out that she was in on it the whole time. Oh, fuck. And the, the killer wins on the day. 
Does he? Yes. And also the cop that t- took the shitty photo and the mortician guy who's the bad guy. Um, we're both in Fallujah together. Uh, of course. And, and the medic was a POW and he's scarred from the events that he saw. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. they yeah. just keep talking about Fallujah in yeah. the background of the movie and it just cracked me up because it was so shit. You gotta love how in this day and age in movies now um, you can talk the, about the new Vietnam Fallujah is Fallujah so two tur- uh, two you know <laughs> two tours two tours two tours in Fallujah two tours of Fallujah in Korea GW2 do you say that go for two go for two go for two so double two but GW2 GW like George W. W. It was in it job. It's all connected. And in terms of much better crime shit, I watched. Um, I was about to say Hitman, Mindhunter. Means Mindhunter. I've yet to watch Mindhorn, huh. but I I suspect they will be of equal quality. Hmm. Um, Mindhunter, great show. Watch it. His <laughs> like how you spend twenty one minutes talking about how shit sore is, <laughs> and mind how just like yeah, watch it. It's, well, the, it um, to an audience that it, probably it's, has. It's a better it. and more subtle Zodiac killer. No, look at the life and times of an era than Mad Men men is. Ooh. I believe. Well, Mad Men kind of got caught up in its own fantasy of what the sixties was like. Yeah, but I think Mad Men, that's a multi-layered thing because yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad Men is about selling a fantasy. So yeah. it's a it's fantasy a, which it's doesn't fantasy stand up to criticism to, yeah. while the people try and sell a fantasy in the context of the show. And as the longer the show progresses, you realize, oh, no, this fantasy is a, is, is a heaping pile of dog shit because every era, every, every era that humanity has existed in has been to most people or to some people or society a heaping pile of dog shit because yep. of social reasons. Yep. Yeah, it was great because smoking indoors and smacking women, etc. But it yeah. was terrible because no one acknowledged mental illness, no one acknowledged depression, no one acknowledged. Uh, and, and once he gets past his heyday, John Hamm is just like a, a tired, mm. weary-looking, shitty-looking, constantly out of shape and a bit wheezy and coffee because he can't really smoke anymore because his lungs are gone. He still drinks, but he kind of drinks because. He needs to. His body yeah. will shut down if he doesn't. And, and, and he, he just constantly looks out of place. How good was that episode where um, John Slattery took uh, LSD? John Slattery. White-haired guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Um, Here's like a deep and meaningful conversation that he's finally needed to with his mistress or wife or whatever doesn't end and they decide to break up and yeah. then he goes back to real life and finds out that never happened. <laughs> That was great. Yeah. Um, Spotlight. Yes. Mark Mark Ruffalo. John Slattery. John Slattery. Uh, uh, Birdman. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. That is great movie. Uh, who else? Ed Norton? Is it Ed Norton? No. Nah, no. Nah, Ed, Ed confusing Hulks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the other Hulk. And the other Hulk. Um, yeah, that was a great movie. I, that's um, the first movie in a long time that it started while I was watching actual two air television and went yeah. I'm gonna stick with this yeah it's pretty good it's yeah, uh, pretty great it's another based on a true story investigative journalism styled yes. movie starring Mark Ruffalo the other one being Zodiac 
Yeah, but Zodiac. Well, Zodiac was a Fincher love boring. piece too. Yeah, yeah. Is Zodiac seemed like a long form TV show. Yeah. If well, you, it was, it was meant it to half chop and change into different eras, wasn't it? Yeah. As they still struggled to capture. Yeah. If, if you watched it in thirty minute segments, it's a great miniseries. <laughs> thirty. Like, did you say thirty second segments? Thirty minute segments. Oh. Thirty second minutes. Thirty second minutes. Yeah. The thirty second minute. That can be a new spin off show. Mm. We just watch the 30 second minute of movies and then review them based on that oh is it is it 30 seconds is it a minute what is it? it's the 30 second minute don't worry about it <laughs> don't even don't even don't even um where does spotlight compare to doubt yeah that's the other thing because those are the two of. contemporary movies of each other you know how you tend to get the studio releases this and the studio releases this other thing on the same topic not quite the same they're not quite about the... 10 years apart almost 10 years apart at this point doubt came out by 2008 i think um but i found doubt to be better because it was a subject matter but wasn't drilling home this stuff was real this stuff happened this was a thing there's thousands of things you know the entire thing needs to be broken down in real life situation blah blah yeah. blah, blah blah it's like we're but, we're shining a spotlight on this area of society whereas doubt was a character story about right. something that we can connect with because we know that shit happened yes but it was basically it was just a story and it, i thought for personally i thought it was a better film as a result it was it was intense right you're dealing with um uh, uh, an the angry yeah, an angry old woman I don't know what that is an angry old woman for who all intents and purposes people tend to not like because she's a stern but she's the only one doing the right none, thing none but she is in the right and she, her she yeah she is taking things more seriously than mm. normally she'd be the first person to jump into line of defense of the church and somebody yeah you know, but she's staunchly staunchly against kitty rape yeah Wow, well, I mean, staunch, it's a, staunchly it's a difficult perspective for somebody's <laughs> gonna do it. Uh, and that's why she's the best man, Meryl Streep, right? She can take on those meaty roles where it's like. What is Meryl Streep? In my head, I replaced it with Kathy Bates. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're confusing the paunchiness of Philip Seymour Hoffman in that film with the acting chops of Meryl Streep, and you got to Kathy Bates. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it wasn't Kathy Bates? No, that movie had. John Goodman in a wig? I just wanted to. Meryl Streep, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Amy Adams. That was the core cast. You're having those three Oscar wow. ridiculously yeah. just super good actorings. Like you can just imagine any one of those three roles, including the male priest being played by Julianne Moore and her crying the entire time. I'm Julianne Moore and I'm suffering. That's I mean, only, she's a good actress, but most yeah. of her films are about her suffering. I also found out a lot of her films are directed by the same guy. Is this Julianne Moore? Yeah, I don't know. I watched some like director's chair thing on Vice maybe. Yeah. Just some yeah, to be fair, I can't think of a single movie of Julianne Moore's where I know the name of the director. Nah, but she definitely gets full frontal nudity in all of them. Yeah. I'm Julianne Moore and I'm a woman ahead of time struggling to cope <laughs> with the current <laughs> domestic setting I'm forced to be a part of. I mean, she does it well. Yeah, yeah. Give that woman an award. Give that woman a love scene with Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna think about that for a minute. Um, yeah, Spotlight just seemed a little bit too um, self-righteous at times. 
Yeah, but I think it's, like it's, I think that's the only way to um, do those sorts of to things. do a story about the media yeah. for the general public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, a real feel, media story is just so much research. If and anything, nothing else. if anything, it's not so much a holy shit. Look at this thing that everyone knows was happening. Um, it's more so like uh, it's a nostalgic. Um, swan song to oh, remember when journalism, journalism was a thing that's yeah. mostly what it focused on it didn't matter what the subject matter was they could have been investigating like toasters that yeah. had um, the sitting three, the sitting three on it was actually sitting four and there was a massive <laughs> there, but if there was good journalism behind it you'd watch the crap out of that yeah mm. isn't that that movie with Greg Kinnear about the windscreen wipers <laughs> I don't know his wife invented that the windscreen wiper yeah Greg Kinnear's wife there's a movie about the guy that invented the windscreen wiper and how he got fucked over uh, by the Ford Corporation right, but it turns out his wife his invented. wife invented it not him he was like a, it was like a big eyes situation mm. big yeah, eyes great about movie to refer to big eyes is it like big eye with uh, Amy Adams <laughs> <laughs> and Christopher yeah that was a that was a great film and it was so I'm Amy Adams I'm a meek normal woman but I make a stand on things <laughs> um, uh, yeah that was such a good film and such a non-descript Tim Burton film yeah yeah well it was a actual Pyrography. Tim Burton film yeah it was Tim Burton doing a story about characters that only he would actually know about and care about or something really weird from the 50s and there was only a mildly gothic bent to any of the imagery and he didn't enforce a gothic bent onto it he was literally just showing you what that gothic bent in society already was which was Mm. her paintings that were already like that it's the most anything it just it was his love song to that painter because that obviously inspired his cartoon work yeah and Um, it's much like it would he stylized the fuck out of that because Edward stylized the fuck out of his own movie so it was kind of that sort of movie where he just took on the form of what Edward was doing to make a film yeah um, but it yeah. but it's it's not like the the it's more like um, what's it called that it's more like Bubba Duke, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. every so often you'll, he'll introduce those characters to the real world and you'll get that striking um conflict where you're like oh contrast that's mm. what i was looking for where you're like ooh, you there there you are right there and these people are normal and you're not normal yeah. but we identify with you because you're the main character and we've been through with you on this journey yeah yeah big eyes was a great film yeah another film that was just on tv one day and i actually sat and watched it and really liked it mm. it doesn't happen much anymore no if he just made more films like that too i'd be like it's cool it, in my opinion it's i mean take out all his blockbusters and he should just do biographies i think not just, even necessarily that just his restrained movies yeah, yeah. where he he art directs them but not into the ground no they're not he stupid he, he bases them on the weird and the gothic things that actually existed he doesn't go out of his way to make something um hyper real yeah he just shows us what existed back then in, in an area of society or, or uh, it's more or, like Edward Scissorhands yeah 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 yeah, yeah it, it, it's 
was not shit no it proved you can still make a movie yeah that isn't just a studio driven cg fuckfest of weirdness for the sake of weirdness in a um johnny depp needs to buy more nice things vehicle <laughs> god that man has passed it yeah you can tell he's passed it too because he's best friends with marilyn manson yeah okay who do you think of in music who's passed uh, it, passed it? <laughs> I'm what almost 50 years old and I climbed up a gun and it fell on me and hurt myself I'll paint my neck black so then my neck doesn't look like it's sagging out in front of my face I'm not making any friends on this podcast nope we can cut this out (laughs) we don't have to no one's going to listen to it no oh god what if he listens if we cut anything it's we retroactively go back and bleep the part where we said the n-word we're like episode two <laughs> hey we're, we did um no we're allowed we did we bleep no, no, that no, in no uh, we you bleeped out your that. reference for companies that um you're yeah no do that that's fine i did that and um not a all. um no we're allowed to say that about marilyn manson because we actually pay for his albums i have what I mean, he's got a lot of studio albums. Like 13 or something ridiculous. I've got at least 11. Yeah. Every, and, every, and two, year, every two years. Is one or two remix CDs and like we're not know, a live buy, album. We're not going to buy the best ofs because the best ofs are owned by the studio. I bought the best of. Did you? Well, you had to. That was like the only way to get um, Sweet Dreams and some of his other covers because they're not actually on albums. Yeah, that's Wait, are they on albums? Yeah, they're on albums. Not a remix album. I don't think it's a real album. I can't remember. Mm, I can't remember. Oh, no. But you go, you go through the pro- progression into nihilism when you, you you hit 15, you start listening to Marilyn Manson because he's angry and, mm. and you're an angry high school student and then you get a bit older and you start listening to Nine Inch Nails and then realise you weren't angry at the world you're angry at yourself because God you suck (laughs) (laughs) and then you eventually grow like some sort of appreciation for Queens of the Stone Age who are just like yeah I I, suck but I don't care I'm going well um, like pop rock with my shit currently I'm on like Portugal the Man and Beck oh you've gone oh yeah Beck I went backwards and I'm like balls deep in Lou Reed and Iggy oh, Pop yeah. and uh, uh, Velvet Underground and I I I like the idea old. of a lot of those things more than I actually like them. Me but too. I, until I started I just putting did on have random playlists that about are pre-built on yeah. Spotify and then going, "Cool, I like this song." Um, right-click, go to artist, shuffle, and then drive. I never made the jump to Spotify. Great driving music. That's the only way you can get into that music. It, our age i found yeah. like the, the really cool cool um what else have i been listening to? chill um songs i found out i really like run again. the jewels yeah it's, and permit me to sound racist okay i really like when you wait 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 black dude and white dude now you're permitted go okay um when you get that really that that like you gotta have that slightly nerdy bent to it yeah. and you have like a pairing of a black dude that's way better at rapping and the white dude that's mostly there I think because he makes the music I'm not necessarily talking about Run the Jewels because I don't know what their dynamic is I just no. like their music they're like Scrubs yeah <laughs> no <laughs> yeah JD and Turkleton JD and Turk Turk yeah Turkleton Run the Jewels okay now we give that the goals 
Um, it's it's um, let's let's road trip somewhere sometime, and then we can just really play music to each other and be like, see, this, this is good. We need a car cast too. Car cast too. Cruise control. I left there. Do you have a boat? No. Uh, okay, I guess we drive. <laughs> <laughs> like a fuck boy. <laughs> You, you know that movie was what pitched for like, what about Speed 2? Okay, so we're just doing it again. Yeah, we'll just do it again. But I mean, do you have a boat? Yeah, do, okay, let's just do it on a boat then. If the answer was no, we're like, okay, let's just do it on the road again. Let's do it on a boat. Yeah, just do it on a boat. Let's do it on a boat. Is that Die Hard 3? On a, on a plane? Yeah, just do it on a plane. Just Die Hard 3 plane. It's John McClane. John McClane. On he a plane. Gun because he's on a plane. It rhymes with plane. It's Wait, no, that was Die Hard 2. Right? I'm so sorry, Die Hard 2 was on a plane. Die Hard 3. Die Hard 3 was... 3.0 was on a Justin Long. Die Hard 4.0. I was going to say... I was literally about to say on a Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, God, there's five Die Hard movies. Mm-hmm. Or six. No, there's five. Um, you got Die Hard 1. Yeah, and then the you got... Hans Gruber. Uh, you got number two, which is on a plane. Yeah, airport. Yeah, yeah. The wife's on the plane, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, three it's, is it's... Sam Jackson in the hood. Yes. Yeah, sandwich so board saying, uh, yeah, yeah yeah sandwich board I hate words Quentin Tarantino's allowed to say Die Hard 4.0 was Kevin Smith Justin Long helicopter oh, that's, that's right. why it's called 4.0 because nerds and tech and the bad guy was Timothy Oliphant remember yeah. remembering that right yeah it is Tim- Timothy Oliphant if you remember is in uh, Girl Next Door yeah where he plays just complete crazy awesome friend but probably will slap you or shoot you and was like a I've completely forgotten his name now. What, what did we just say his name was? Uh, like just compl- Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant, because I just got the name. Who the other guy? Emil Hirsch. Was he in that movie? Is that Emil Hirsch? He's the main yeah, character yeah, yeah. next door with Eliza. And then he died in the forest. Cuthbert. Cuthbert. Elisha. Elisha Cuthbert, the daughter from Twenty Four. We're Jack Bauer's daughter. She really stopped being in things. Which now I just think that's who the jigsaw guy reminds me of. If you slightly melted and irradiated Keith Sutherland. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. If you irradiated him, so you removed any Like shrivel him up and make yeah. him kind of transparent. It's impossible to have any like, sort of moisture anywhere near him. <laughs> he literally <laughs> repels moisture. Um what was I gonna say, um, now, cross, cross with a, like a naked so like rat. Alicia Cuthbert mm-hmm. suddenly stops being in shit yeah do you think it was the Weinstein thing yeah well not necessarily no, Weinstein not personally but, but the Weinstein effect yeah hmm. though hmm. Um, Emil Hirsch also stopped being in things did Sean Penn actually abandon him in the woods like that movie where no, he had to be raised uh, Emil Hirsch um, tried did to go crazy hook like up Nick. with a well connected I want to say talent or PR agent in a nightclub. Oh. She oh, turned him down himself. and he, I believe, decked her. Ooh. And then got almost put in jail for it. Or Not did a meal he? her. She's the poor man's living Anton Yelchin. I would have said like almost a river phoenix type yeah but that's only because we never saw river phoenix grow to full size yeah, and yeah. Emil Hirsch didn't grow to full size. Yeah. Emil Hirsch full size is just sixteen year old kid. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That's what Anton Yeldrin was, but likable. Anton Yeldrin. Too soon. Ah, uh, to be killed by a Jeep. His own Jeep that he left yeah. running. It's just so depressing. 
and it was it was a literal imagine like, how many cool movies he could have been in yeah like that vampire movie with um, yeah that remake Fright hey. Night. <laughs> yeah that was a good movie was it yeah I was taking the piss oh, well, it was lost. a good movie <laughs> um when your bad guy is um vampire Colin Farrell yeah it's gonna be a fun movie yeah and your mum and girlfriend just keep getting turned on <laughs> by that's <laughs> I, yeah. the only thing I did not like about that film was that McLovin was in it it was just hard to look at hard That's to listen right. to it was during that brief stint where people thought that putting people want to watch uh, McLovin McLovin in movies mm. would achieve things the only movie that David Tennant also in that movie it does start in England or something are they going like a vampire club we're sitting in front of the internet no it's not David Tennant is it it's um, bloody um, the dude that played Cobra in Planet of the Apes. Like I am. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm Doctor Doom. I'm wearing metal face and yeah, face yeah, mask. That guy. Face and Doctor Doom, the guy from Romper Stomp, not Romper Stomper, Rock and Roller. Yeah, the guy that played the um Romper Stomper, Romper Stomper. The guy that played the main, Guzzling. main, 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 main. That's still one of my favorite, favorite fake words from movies. Guzzling. Guzzling. Mediocre. Mm. Mediocre. Another beer. Yeah. Another beer. Another beer. Another dollar. <laughs> Two broke girls uh, got cancelled. Two broke girls got cancelled. R.I.P. Things boobs. R.I.P. The thin one. Cat Dennings go back to making cool indie shit. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Eric Andre was in that show. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What does $100,000 pyramid? I don't know, but it's been renewed. And Speaking there's no of link on it on Rotten Tomatoes, which suggests it's a game show. Uh, oh, at midnight. Fuck Chris Hardwick. Yeah, exactly. Got cancelled. So, yeah, that happened. Adventure Time oh. got cancelled. Adventure Time. Really? Mm. Crime Story. But what will Day, Conway Twitty or whatever that dude's name is? <laughs> So Jasper Kid, I can't remember. American Crime, American Crime Story, American, American Dad, Dead, Gods, Horror Story, Housewife, Ninja Warrior, Vandal, Vandal all renewed. The Americans still, going. still going. Oh yeah, it started finally getting recognised last season for like award fodder. I've I've heard pe- specific people long say it's amazing. I just refuse to commit to it because yeah. it's too. It strikes me as like nineties, early two thousands TV. It's too. It will continue for yeah. good yeah. until it, it just gets canned. Yeah. It's it's set in Cold War era, yeah, eighties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's 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 about a. Just yeah. depends on how much you actually want to watch that era of the world, the eighties. Um, lead actor, lead actress, boned in real life, now married, had kids, and oh, well, shit. Well, there you go. Things Arrested are moving, Development got renewed. There things are looking up for Callista Flock. <laughs> Scroll up. Arrested Development's yeah, that, got a new season. Archer's renewed. Archer? Mm. I, the latest season, One more season not of Bates that of, funny. No, it was average. It, just it, too long. It, it really, I think, turned more into some sort of memorial for the death of the dude that played Woodhouse yeah. more than it actually cared about being a comedy. Yeah. Like, I, I, I suspect that to some extent the actual creative production of it was in some level of mourning and mm. that was reflected through the show yeah but um, I'm 
Yeah. Ah, Bates Motel. Cancelled after the... So they got one more season. Yeah. One of those good cancellations where it's like, okay, you've got finish. one more season. Wrap it all up, guys. Finish and get off. Yeah, get out of here. Big bet. Uh, Border Town. Bojack's renewed, obviously. Paul Hack. Yeah, they already spun off the blacklist and that got cancelled. Yeah. Well, it's NBC. They spin yeah. off everything. Let's piss into the wind and see which of the individual bits mm. of pee become a thing. CSI Cyber with Ted Danson got cancelled. What? And Patricia Rocket. Patricia Rocket. Brain did. I kind of like that. But that's because I got a fondness for what's in it. Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. The Scott Pilgrim's Lady. Yeah. The dark. Mary Elizabeth Whiteside. Mary Elizabeth um, castle cancelled. What? But but he's gone. <laughs> he's only getting chubbier. <laughs> we can't go. <laughs> ah, that's not fair. I'm I'm sure. I I guarantee you that man is a nice person. Oh yeah. Uh, Dirk Gently's got renewed. Devious Maids cancelled. Oh no. Criminal Minds is still going. Devious Maids got past season one. It was like a Desperate Housewives, but with the poor people who work for the rich people. Comedy Bang Bang. Where? Cancelled. Oh, yeah. That got cancelled like a year ago. Wait, is this even... Oh, this is 2016 season. 17 season. No. Yeah, they, they ended that show. I just they chose to... Yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't the same without Reggie Watts's... No, it was actually really good. Reggification. Um, they just got to like 100 episodes and decided to stop it. Dear white people. I don't know what that's about. I assume... Fear the Walking Dead. Is that what cancelled or still going? Still going. Uh, now, nah, fear is actually. There's an really Exorcist good. TV show. Yeah, apparently it's really good. It's got Gina Davis. It's an anthology series, so She's it's the, got Gina Davis. It's it's like a semi anthology series. So the family from the first season are no longer aren't in the second season, but it follows the same Exorcist. Okay. Going town to town to do the devil's work. What Game of Thrones got cancelled? Uh, no. Girl Boss got cancelled. Get Shorty's TV adaptation. The House Girl of Cards. Glow. I'll be happy to see more of that. House of Cards is obviously. House of Pie is cancelled. House. That already ended. I don't know why that's on House this list. Dini and Doyle. How to Get Away with Murder. Human. You really. Well, Kevin can wait. That Kevin James sitcom. Got to the latest season, killed off the woman who plays his wife, and then cast Leia Remini. <laughs> yeah, and basically just re King of Queens, is it? Because she, she's re- the um, investigator of his wife's wife's death mm. case, and yeah, they they literally just wrote it to bring Remini re- re- back. Yeah, well, she she had enough of trying to take down Scientology. No, they're still doing it, but they realize, oh, she's out of Scientology. She's bankable now again. Or, you know, we can and rely on her not to be crazy. Yeah. what I've heard. It was basically that she's not crazy anymore. We can bring her back knowing full well she wouldn't sci- sci- won't Scientology up this show like she tried to do King of Queens. Oh. Well, she didn't try to, but, you know, every. Based on what she was talking about in podcasts and stuff, that every waking minute that she wasn't doing that show, she was out scrubbing floors and doing menial, weird Scientology work 12 hours a day. Ugh. Mm. I mean, if. If if I ever got rich and famous, I assume I'd have to join. But like, I would no, be 90, like ninety nine percent of the people that like are famous, famous. Yeah, 
are only in that because their families were still like elizabeth moss and like um hide elizabeth fr- moss is in it. super crazy scientology oh god damn it but she's been in new zealand shit yeah i thought she was cool top of the lake um <laughs> oh, really? i'm investigating here at this top of the lake what about the bottom of the lake? Oh, I'm not interested in that. It's only the top of the lake. <laughs> He's never been there. <laughs> oh, they all float down there on the top of the lake. They all float, they do. Um, yeah, and all the master trips. So uh, Francis from Malcolm in the Middle, his brother Hyde from Sibonisho, and one of the chicks from Walking Dead, who's their sisters, are all crazy. Dharma from Dharma and Greg. Speaking of... Um, um, Mal- the, the guy who plays My Name is Frankie Muni's actually lost his memory? Yeah, he had like seven con- confirmed concussions from like three of those from one car crash. Ooh. He went full pro with um, drive with Formula One, not Formula One, or rest, rally driving. Oh shit! He got seriously fucked up. Like, fuck hell. So I wouldn't be surprised if you can only remember little, little flashes of what happened. That, it's so depressing though. That would have been like the best years of his life. Yeah, and um, the fact that <laughs> he's got Brian Cranston telling him what happened that dis- this day in history when we filmed this episode he reminds him of what they were doing does Brian Cranston just get it mixed up with Breaking Bad and then really <laughs> just scar Frankie Muniz this is where me and you we put on the boiler suits and we made the blue meth right Jesse oh Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got renewed that, get, that honestly got Boo. so good I don't care what you say. Boo. I don't care what you say. It's minimum Whedon. Yeah, it's, ma- it's ma- maximum. Um, old Christine Dollhouse got cancelled for a reason. <laughs> you chat. It's, it's minimal Whedon. It's maximum the husband from Old Christine. I'm happy with that show. There, yeah, you just confirmed that you watch it while under the influence of weed. Hell yeah, that's the only excuse. Google a, a gif of uh, the ghost. Just Whedon is a hack. I'll be the judge of that, ladies and gentlemen. And it's not one of those shitty... Yeah, it was fine. I I still take um, uh, Nicolas Cage pissing fire and laughing nightly over any... Don't get me wrong. Um, Ghost Rider 2 crank was amazing. That's what they need to make. They need to make a movie where Jason Statham is having another crank episode movie only he's being chased by the ghost rider have a crossover because yeah. I mean it's the same directors that's why Spirit of Vengeance was so yeah. good um, and just just have he's being pursued by the ghost rider I mean the best way to do that is clearly he died in the second one properly right like he came back and went to the camera all bloodied and on fire after getting blown up so that what you do is you let him die go to hell he escapes because he's fucking Jason fucking Statham yeah. he gets out and Ghost Rider comes after him to get him back to hell there's your plot Done. boom bing bang boom and boom. insert gangsters and Amy Smart being ploughed in public yeah. oh you can't have Chester Bennington in it anymore uh, you could have Chester Bennington CGI'd onto somebody else in hell oh my god that's too soon um, you just have my 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 Mike Shinoda Alright, we're not actually just making noise as you're reading something. (laughs) Did you ever watch the OA? The OA, yeah. Did you? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
Did you feel the need to impress me? <laughs> yes. I just want to be liked. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Is it any good? Well, I know you told me about the plot of it. It's about space and whatnot. It's about a girl what is locked. She's a bit loopy. Mm. And she spends like the first is 10, it, maybe 15 years of her... Is it like the 4,400? No. Yeah. Of her adult life. Yeah. In a man's basement where he's just locking people up and... Oh, is the basement the OA? So he is... No. Oh, the I, man, the OA? I don't... Does the name come I don't from? actually remember what OA meant mm. in the context of the film. But... Yeah. He is trying to research near-death experiences mm. and the way he is doing that is by taking these people that he's kidnapped and killing them for brief periods of time and then bringing them back to life. Oh, he's flatlining them? Yes. Mm-hmm. And she, like, over the course of doing that a few times, starts to have, like, visions of, I think, a mystic black woman and, like, a faraway weird, like... Sp- like space stars back grounded like garden place yeah okay and she's like having conversations and learning things and basically she's seen the other side she understands the cosmic connection between all things and mm. a kind of a dmt trip type literal sense and um once she she basically frees herself from her captivity by freeing her mind from being stuck in a cage basically reconciling the situation by becoming above the material and saying I don't care about the things and um, she also ceases to be blind even though she'd been blind her entire life up to that point right Um, then she I believe escapes by befriending him and maybe like whoring herself out like gaining his trust and helping him in a kind of Stockholm Syndrome kind of way but she's actually just long form flowing against him right is he John Goodman no, I feel like he's the dude that plays the new captain on the new Star Trek. Oh, oh but he's I can't he is quite sinister looking. Yes, oh, but he, he 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 like takes her out to dinner and says he's from the university and like kind of low key seduces her and that's how he he preys on her naivety after she runs away from home because her parents are too protective of her. Um, and then she gets back to the real world and like forms a cult with all these weird like breakfast club reject people right including um the the weird like heavy breathing glasses lady from the office she's like curly dark Phyllis yes yes he bef- oh. she befriends Phyllis and like <laughs> uh, um an ADD angry kid teenager who was not an actor before The Office, by the way. She was a casting director on that show, and they just put her in that show. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Toby was a producer. They oh. just liked the really dead, bland way he would read lines to actors, and they decided, no, what if we put this man in the show and let him be dead inside? Oh, that makes me like that show more. Yeah. Um, um, even the people who can act, like Mindy Kaling and BJ Novak, yeah. the Indian girl, they were writers on that show oh. they put into it in the first season just to fill space oh okay and then they were yeah they became yeah. ironically all those people even though they weren't met, they were yeah. there because they were like, shit were most of those people's re- like Phyllis's real name in real life Phyllis oh Angela's real name in real Angela oh okay Creed Creed and was part of a like an old 60s Woodstock band nice and it was known for like getting super high and just being a chill Creed type 
and they said that 90% of everything that Creed says is pretty much just him oh if anything they tone it down for the show he is that weird fair enough mm. so what just been drug fucked or no, he's just a kooky bachelor old man dude. Yeah. Oh, okay um so yeah they she keeps talking to them about some event that's supposed to happen she sort of trains them for it and the idea is you have to learn i think seven different movements right and if you master these movements it's like a kind of a gate unlocking or some shit like chakras yes now they all really want to believe her because all their lives suck and she kind of like represents a way out Mm -hmm. but at the same time they honestly can't convince themselves this point sort of thing just to get out of here yeah um and then i think they're all like uh, they're all loosely affiliated with the same high school right and she turns up at the school for some reason following her like vision Mm -hmm. wanders in there and then a school shooting takes place Mm. and they all like suddenly realize and she realizes and they all do their little maneuver thing and it just looks like a dumb little dance routine that they all like flash mob during a school shooting but it sufficiently confuses everyone involved including the shooter to the point where somebody's able to tackle and take out the shooter Mm. and i think the only shot he manages to get off hits her clean in the stomach or something and takes her down but you kind of go well she didn't technically raise anyone to a higher plane or anything Mm. but she did technically potentially foresee dangerous events and stop them right 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 so it's, it's kind of a well i don't know whether but her the visions could time, be yeah, her visions know. could be potentially not literal yeah which yeah, makes it's, it's which takes it one step higher than it just being true calling or early edition where they just literally find out what is about to happen and try to stop that thing from happening true calling hi i'm tv's um ron what's his name zach galifianak no but what's ron ron the actor ron livingston it's not yeah, ron Livingston. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. the actor in early edition oh, is yeah. not ron livingston it's the tv ron livingston um what's his friday night lights yeah mm. his tv ron livingston yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's an insult like that's so mean to say about both ron livingston and the guy playing that guy but it's not but he has a cat he has ron a livingston paper. is great yeah and yeah. yeah, and he gets yeah, tomorrow's yeah. stories today and he solves the crime. today. Wow. There's one of those shows that just existed before I knew how shows worked mm. and I watched it and yeah. I liked it, yeah. but I didn't really understand the... Yeah. It was one of those softly lit... Yeah, like... Sunday afternoon time drama. Of quality, because most Sunday afternoon shows are garbage. But Sunday afternoon used to be when you get the really... Ever weird not what well, those but really weird um like, like eerie hardcore indiana. sci-fi shows like eerie indiana like um like jericho not sea lab what was it called uh, sea quest uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sea quest with the dolphins it's like stargate but with dolphins yeah and <laughs> and a rel- vague and, conservatism measure yeah. me- message things kind of look scientific but also at the same time it's clearly just an aquarium Sequest. Sea Lab 2021. Sea Lab underneath the water. Sea Lab at the bottom of the sea. 
you, you would not expect Adam what's his name to do good shows after he did that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is, it is a great show, but it is awful. Yeah, it's like watching Eric Andre. It's not fun. <laughs> you're sort of laughing, <laughs> but you know it's funny. Mm. But you're also just struggling to to consume the content. And do you think maybe he was just like he came in and goes, "I want to make a show." these are the other shows that Adult Swim are actually putting on air right yeah. now. I can make a show like that with some sort of Hanna-Barbera well, thing. Oh, Sea Lab, okay. Well, yeah, wasn't that? the whole idea of the initial Adult Swim shows just to um, use stock, footage, use stock footage and old cells from existing like 80s and 70s and shit cartoons? That's how it was originally pitched. But then they, that's what Birdman was supposed to be. But then they just kept doing new things and they required new assets and the show ballooned in cost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They they claimed they could make the show with just pure cells of Birdman, but lied through their teeth and started drawing stuff, which caused legality issues, which means they had to, yeah, spend more money on animation and uh, yeah. using the likenesses of those characters in a non... It was a weird kind of weird legal thing they could use the existing cells in a certain way but they couldn't make new cells of those characters yeah because it was, it was like because they owned the rights to those episodes but they didn't own the right to the character why i so, so they could mix cut up and destroy them like dj severe but they no, could. but but didn't warner brothers own all that shit and time warner owns adult swim yeah man. yeah yeah something like that I, I i'm pretty Ted turner yeah but most of it as i understood it was just to keep costs down yeah good shows good but good not great 7.8 out of 7.456 out of 10 meep. Uh, is that meep meep's a boy it's gleep juice gleep juice that's what it's it was a glorb 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 gleep or wait oh, is that glorb gleep's a girl uh, and I love how all the security cam footage in that show was like live action black and white yeah yeah it was usually just um, like, Peter Potamus like yeah. <laughs> banging random women. Hey, you. What was the? Did you uh, get the thing I sent you? That's the one. Is that what you were thinking of? Did you, you get did. that thing I sent you? He's blowing it up. <laughs> oh God. We come from the far off year of 2006. Looks at the calendar, it's 2007. <laughs> it, it, it did subtle adult humour in a way that you would not see on real television with real actors for yeah. at least another 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I love that Jetsons episode. It was so good. <laughs> the fact that, was it Leroy died? That for just them actively trying to get to his desk because they didn't know how to walk anymore because of the future that's right it takes the entire bloody episode to get there and like yeah Leroy or somebody the kid dies <laughs> yeah mm. and then he does have a long standing ongoing homosexual relationship with uh, Scrappy Doo no it's Boo 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 that's right Boo Boo yeah, yeah boo-boo. and then, then it turns into like a um, uh, spousal abuse thing <laughs> and murder cover up yeah potentially I think boo-boo kills yogi and birdman gets like forced into helping him cover it <laughs> i can't remember what it was yeah 
yeah that's right there's like the whole and like the original judge just literally was under stuck under a rock like you know he got replaced by Mantok that's right he started off the like caveman guy yeah. Yeah. it was basically just caveman Mantok yeah. the mind taker caveman space ghost is basically what he was drawn as like that's uh, basically what the character was it was space ghost with horns that's right yeah, yeah it was from one of those sort of eras where yeah. you think holy shit all these characters are like um, Mortal Kombat yeah. colour swaps yeah. and then you realise that the reason that is is because it's just way easier to reuse the same cells and draw extra shit on them than it is to make new characters up yep like the you compare the dancing scenes in the old Jungle Book cartoon movie with um, something else that had a bear in it and uh, oh Robin Hood it was like direct the Oz are just they pulled the same cells and yeah. done yeah mm or um, every fight in the Batman animated series just involves him grabbing people by the scruff of their neck rolling over backwards and doing like a um, kick flip thing yeah uh, uh, whatever that's called Um, where you like you roll backwards and you flick people with your feet yeah I can't remember what that's called I keep uh, the word I keep saying like wheelbarrow kick or something or DDT barrel Um, kick or something Um, yeah but literally every fight he has yeah even even against it being with wings mm. yes Batman the animated series so good it's more filmic than even the Christopher Nolan movies mm-hmm. and I say that being a staunch Christopher Nolan fan he's staunch 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 Nolan no I want to watch Westworld again Westworld Westworld well, then go watch it again, man. Well, I guess I will then, man. You're going to have to. I want to know whether I just liked it because it was like, oh, this is the Game of Thrones, people making mm. another show. Mm. or Because I, I really also just liked it because it's way up my alley in terms of subject matter. Well, the thing is that they, what they, could, they basically, you know, because it's the Game of Thrones guys, you know, and there was a little bit of rockiness with them starting off how to adapt that show to begin with. That the yeah. first one was a little bit weird. Um, that's true um, now they could hit the ground running with the same quality that season 6 of Game of Thrones has into season 1 of a new show right when I say Game of Thrones I mean it's another big heavy 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 value plot thingy from from HBO I don't think it's actually Benioff and Weiss but they know they can throw that level of money behind something like that because people on HBO like the HBO people can yeah. throw that same level of money behind it yeah. knowing full well it's going to gather that much steam right away well, it, it the new didn't thing. pull Game of Thrones numbers beyond like the first couple of episodes because it wasn't the second coming of Game of Thrones no, no, but you can't do that when Game of Thrones hasn't even finished yet but but there's got to be the next show that does Game of Thrones numbers yeah what does that look like because what's the next big thing worth adapting or that people have got rumoured in the works that isn't a film franchise or a Netflix series or I don't know I mean I go back to that awesome idea about the um, Bering Strait border town yeah. like Vice City yeah. that was a fucking cool idea that would make a great long form TV mm. show mm. like uh, like what a, a a border town in like a snowy Blade Runner universe would look like yeah workaholics that was still going yeah oh, I think this like this is the 16-17 year which like doesn't start in January end of December I think that's why things like uh 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 
uh, uh, Will and Grace is renewed when that's the first season that's currently come only back, just yeah. now come back. So, I wonder if that'll be good. Apparently, it is. It's it's very on the nose with its punchlines. Like we talked about that. Already was. Well, I was going to say it yeah. always was. It was always like. This topical Start thing. to make joke. Turn, look at camera. Yeah. Say punchline. Say topical thing like this is ah. Oh, you're acting like blank from blank at this blank, yeah. but it works because it's Megan Mullally saying it. So. Yeah. Mm. Or um, what's her name on her shitty like sitcom about how she's a cop, but yeah. she also has time for her kids. Yeah. Um, the only clip that I've seen of the new show is one there's a funeral episode where you know her maid yes that gives her grief all the time died died ah. and her, her husband who you never see died yeah. I think in the same episode so she's burying them both and then um, she confronts some joke about them banging kind of but confronts her dead husband's daughter which is Minnie Driver who they've been in pretty like the right. old episodes yeah. um, where they just talk about um, having a threesome together with Megan Mullally, the husband and the husband's daughter had a threesome together. And she's like, do you know how embarrassing it was that I had to finish myself off in front of your father? <laughs> <laughs> like that was the, the, the setup was, um, I know we've been through, through a lot together. Hell, we've even, you know, had a, had a threesome together. Yeah. And yeah, the supporting character standing around that scene were like, what? You guys have been bitter enemies since the beginning. You you had sex together. And then she adds to, to throw that even With further. the father. I had to finish myself off by confirming the third person in that was the woman's father. And she's like, oh, God. Well, I think, I mean, I suppose her whole character thing was that she was just that kind of crazy rich where the rules don't matter yeah, anymore. Yeah. 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 Um, I like all the mashups. Ugh. Yeah, will you, will you take um, Dharma and Greg, but splicing shit from Criminal Minds? <laughs> Super dark. So, so. <laughs> it, it just, he, he just becomes, instead of like the, um, the, the straight man character, he just becomes that, like freakishly depressive guy from Criminal Minds because his wife and son got married mm-hmm. or just his wife uh, wife son married Wifeson. his wife's son wife's son um, yeah, he ran just, around with the balloon going wife's son Jason Jason um, uh, yeah there's not just a um, the, the the stuffy rich sheltered only child with a banking yeah. job he's <laughs> he's yeah. if anything he's uh, yeah cr- chronically depressed um, detective who sees the worst of the worst day to day comes home and is haunted by visions of his kooky girlfriend who acts like Beetlejuice <laughs> Dumb is not alive and or real <laughs> yeah, she's just hey look Greg bubbles look Greg a trampoline bedroom she's hey, just Greg. like oh god I'm gonna take on another case I can't be in this environment anymore my PTSD has parents that won't leave me alone. Uh, that's the show. That's the show they need to make. You're welcome. All right, we'll call that an episode then. Now I have to play with my moustache so it sounds like a dra- dragon from a cigarette. Because that, that's the sound it makes in movies when you drag from a cigarette. It's yeah. like a paper scrunch noise. Yeah. Sounds like you're all pubes. Just scratching testy. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. 
You don't have the beard, man. I don't have the beardman. Beardman. John Beardman. All right, so just hit us up at uh, weedshippod.com. Places. Uh, we still Twitter. haven't done our rebrand. We'll do it next week. It's on the way. Yeah, we're almost there. It's, it's solid 65, 17%. And we'll have you could we'll have to do the, it for episode thirty. We rebrand. Yes, and we'll have the interns. The interns and potentially promptly fire them. Mm, we'll mm. haze them good. Uh, it's a paddle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. See you next time, team. Later.